Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Australian supernatural horror film known as Talk to Me. This movie was directed by Danny and Michael Philippou, who are fucking YouTubers, which I didn't know until after I saw the movie. And they put together a film, uh, they put together a film, which I honestly thought that Somebody had told me that this movie was made by YouTubers, and my first thought was, you know, the whole, um, like, if YouTubers make a film, it's not going to be that good, or it's just going to be straight for YouTube, and things like that, and I didn't think, and then when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, A24 is behind this, and I didn't really think nothing of it, and then, you know, the trailer kind of caught my attention, and then I heard a lot of people saying that it was pretty good, so I think there was a, uh, last night when I was recording... Last night before I put out yesterday's episode of, um, yesterday's episode was Heart of Stone, but before I was, before I was, uh, putting that, while I was putting that episode together, I watched, I was at a watch party on, um, on Prime Video and they were watching, uh, Talk to Me and I thought, oh man, I kind of want to watch this, you know, and that's why, that's why the, the yesterday's video kind of came out sort of late, but, um, but yeah, man, this video, this movie talk to me was genuine genuinely creepy it really was it was well put together well written even though the concept and the story seem a little far-fetched and like they do remind you of other films like hereditary like ouija and things like that to where people who are emotionally unstable or who are emotionally disturbed are the ones that are being preyed upon but then again a lot of horror films are like that somebody dealing with grief somebody dealing with loss and looking for that closure they're the easiest people to prey on i mean movies like um hereditary and midsummer did that somebody who's not all there you know emotionally or or mentally they're the easiest targets to go after but it did do a phenomenal job of creating this unbelievable sense of dread to the idea like once things go wrong you already know that there's not going to be an easy way out and then for this movie to have such a grim ending i was like wow that's that's intense so to speak and everything like that you know it's almost kind of like the movie smile that came out last year that was just whoa where did that come from it's like okay it has the ending to where you don't really know if the nightmare is going to continue or if it, it ends right here, right then and there and everything like that. But our main character really goes to some shit that is both terrifying and... But I think what makes the movie great is the loss. I think when movies go that extra mile and they go to the point of you don't know whether or not it's a manifestation of this imagination or if it's a demonic possession. You don't know if the if our main character is going crazy or if the viewer is going crazy. You're like, what, what am I looking at here? And I think that kind of story, if the storytelling is done right and the execution goes in that concept, you can hit a home run out of the park. I think Talk to Me is really, really uh, a great horror film. I haven't seen a great horror. Well, to be honest, some of the horror films that have come out this year have been pretty good. Like Evil Dead Rise was pretty good. And um, the Pope's Exorcist was not that bad, but, you know, a lot of people say it was just a generic film. But, you know, if you actually give it a chance and, uh, you know, start to 
you know, wrap your head around how that movie is executed. It is pretty good. And then, you know, you got movies that are coming out, you know, you know, later on, like the new Exorcist that's coming out looks pretty good too. But, you know, A24 has always had the right, the right filmmaker, the right writer and directors to kind of tell an amazing story. Yes, the movie does suffer. The movie does have the cliches of what all horror movie has, like, the sound goes dead silence and then something jumps out at you. That That's all there. Jump scares are going to be... Jump scares go hand in hand with horror film. But this movie does it correctly. I think the overall story... I think this movie kind of took the same concept and the same storyline that Hereditary and Midsummer had. But told it in a much better way. I didn't really care for Hereditary or Midsummer Because those movies... I've watched those movies several times. And it's just like... This is kind of bleak and generic. Because... Although Midsummer and Hereditary both have amazing performances from Tony Collette and um, Florence Pugh, it's just that the it's the execution of the film. And when you get to, I guess, the third act of the of those two films, that's where the movie kind of drops the ball. In Talk to Me, as the movie's progressing and we're reaching that point of no return, you realize that you're on the edge of your seat, not knowing how this movie's going to end. And then when you get to that ending, you're left with like, fuck, that's fucked up. You know, you're just kind of like mind boggled by how this story is going to end because you think it's going to end one way and it doesn't. You think it's going to end another way and it doesn't either. And it's like, damn, they gave you like a false ending like twice. And... I think throughout this film, our main character, to be honest, the girl Sophia Wilde is the she's the main character in the film. She's the only person in the film that I know. I've seen her in other. Um, she was in another film. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I've seen her somewhere before. But she's the only one that looks familiar, and she gives a great performance in this film. But and without her, the movie won't work. She's emotionally and you know emotionally. And mentally, I don't want to say unstable, more like unavailable. Like she's not all there because she's dealing with loss. And she's got a void in her that cannot be filled. So when she tries this, you know, party trick is what they call it and everything like that, it kind of fills that void It because it slowly becomes something fun and it leads to something that is more of a lust sensation that really consumes her. And by the time it, it's almost like an addiction. You know, like a drug addiction, that first that first high you get, you like the feeling, so you want to do it again and again and again. And then when you realize that something's wrong, it's too late. And I think that's what this film did uh, incredibly with this uh, storytelling in the story arc and the way it's played out. Like I said, it's well acted, well put together, well written. Everything about this film is great. Um, if you have not seen, I know it's playing in theaters right now. Um, if you have not seen the movie, talk to me, I, I highly recommend it. It is really good. Um, you know, there are going to be some of those people who are going to be like, eh, I've kind of seen movies like this before, but you know, what I, the takeaway I got from this film is the fact that it's well played out. It's got a great actress. It's got a great performance from our lead actress, and it's got a great story to go along with it. Yeah. There are some of the generic and bland, um, you know, cast of characters in the movie, and there are the the uh, the proverbial jump scares, and you know, it's got all the bells and whistles that every horror film has. However, what makes this film stand out is the fact that it's got that A twenty four uniqueness to it, 
and things like that. And like I said, man, it, I compare it to movies like Midsummer and Hereditary, but I think this movie is far better than those. It had, you know, I remember seeing the reviews for this and it's like, it's the scariest movie since whatever, whatever, pick your poison. And every time I hear that review, the movie is never good. Hereditary did that and the movie Veronica did that. And I, you know, neither of those movies were scary or even that good in my opinion. But, um, you know, this, this film, A24's film, really, I give it the benefit of the doubt because it's produced by A24. I get it. I see what they're doing. And I give, I give it a chance only because of A24's involvement. Had it not been A24, had it been like Blumhouse or something like that, I probably wouldn't have gave it a chance or I probably would have just waited until it dropped on a streaming service. But because of A24, I actually was able to go that extra mile and just, you know, because they have they have a good track record towards Blumhouse is a little hit or miss. You know, they got some good ones, but they also got some bad ones. But um, yeah, man, if like I said, if you have not seen the movie, talk to me. Definitely check it out. Um, I don't know if it's on any of the streaming services yet. Uh, I know it's still playing in the theaters right now. But um, if you happen to come across this film and you're looking for something to watch in the theater, go watch that. Uh, go watch Talk to Me. If you see it on Drop It on any of the streaming services, watch it. If somebody's having a watch party and they say we're going to watch Talk to Me, definitely go watch it. And, you know, if you're a fan of horror films, I think you'll enjoy the movie Talk to Me. Um, And that's going to do it. And that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Um, like I said, we are on the schedule. The scheduling is opening up, and we are getting on schedule for having an episode daily. Um, I still have not seen Blue Beetle yet, but I don't. I don't know. I'm hearing mixed things about it. Like everybody says, it's the worst opening that a DC film ever had. But yet, the people who have seen it have said it's actually pretty good. And things like that. So I don't know how I don't know how I'm gonna feel about it. You know, I haven't done a whole lot of um, I haven't gotten time to kind of get around to it. But eventually, I plan to. So uh, just be on the lookout for all the episodes, anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. I know Osaka dropped on Disney Plus, but I haven't got around to watch that either. You know, I'm still trying to catch up on a lot of stuff that I've missed. Like I just watched Oppenheimer, and so. That episode is going to drop really soon. That might be tomorrow's episode. And um, I did watch Barbie. I did watch Barbie. So, you know, there is something there to be had and everything like that. But um, like I said, be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.